Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. In this episode, you'll find out why blanket advice to always keep cold emails short because prospects have low attention spans is false and what you should focus on instead to get more replies and book more meetings. Welcome to Hey First Name, an insider's guide to outbound sales. This is the number one podcast for proven cold outreach tactics that get replies and book meetings so you can quickly grow MRR without wasting time on things that don't work. Let's get right to it. I want to set the record straight on something. People will tell you that you should only write short cold emails because prospects have short attention spans and don't and won't read long copy. As blanket advice, this is false. Let me explain the nuance. People don't have short attention spans. They have short consideration spans. People can pay attention for hours on end. Binge watching Netflix, an NFL Sunday. People even camp out for a new iPhone release for days on end. But their consideration spans are short. This comes before attention. This is the length of time where someone will consider whether or not to pay attention to you. It goes the same way for cold email. You only have a split second before someone scrolls past your email in their inbox and decides whether or not to delete, ignore, or read your message. So how do you grab their attention and get them to take action? Glad you asked. Imagine you go to your mailbox, grab a stack of mail, and head back inside your house. What do you do next? Well, if you're like me, you go to the kitchen right by the trash can and start sorting your mail into two piles, the A pile and B pile. The A pile includes the mail that you want to open and read, so you put it on the counter. The B pile is all the junk mail that you don't want, and it goes right in the trash. Here's how this typically goes. Glossy car dealership ad, B pile. Xfinity internet offer brochure, B pile. Large full page ad of someone running for governor or another political seat, B pile. A letter addressed to you in handwriting with a crooked stamp on it, A pile. Do you see the difference? The mail that looks like a blatant advertisement is quickly passed over. The mail that looks like a personal letter written just for us is open, read, and has a higher chance of being acted upon. We have to do the same things with our cold emails. Your goal is to get in the A pile. Before someone can reply to your email, meet with you, and give you oodles of cash for your incredible offer, they have to actually read what you send first. Ultimately, to pull this off, what you want to do is make your cold email not look like an ad. This doesn't mean we're tricking anyone to thinking that they know us or anything like that. It simply means that we're writing in a way that makes it look like it came from a human and that's easy to consume. There are a variety of ways that you can do this. I'll outline a few that you can use as a checklist before you hit send on your next campaign. So we'll go through this list. Write like you talk. This is where you use words that you would actually use in real life. Shocking, I know but you need to make it easy to read. Try reading your cold email out loud. If you wouldn't say it, don't send it. That's right like you talk, number one. Number two, 
Type like you text. You don't have to be formal. Use all lowercase subject lines. Throw in some slang. Use abbreviations, emojis, and be more casual. Obviously, this is going to change as you move from market to market, depending on what you're selling, as some products and services are more sensitive than others, or you'll need to be more formal than others. But figure out the range you can operate in and try to be more casual. That will get people's attention better than being super buttoned up and formal when it comes to cold email. Number three, have fun. What's more interesting, a college lecture from a boring professor or telling stories and cracking jokes with a small group of friends? Selling should be fun. Have fun with your copy. Number four, use humor. Try using GIFs, memes, and crack jokes in your emails. Most cold email that people send and receive is bland. Try and stand out in the inbox by being different. It doesn't matter if your joke flopped. All that matters is that you stand out in the inbox, trigger an emotional response, and get that attention. Number five, write at a middle school level. Don't make your prospect think. Make it super easy for them to read and respond to your message. Copy and paste your email into a tool like Hemingway app. That's at Hemingway.app, which assigns a reading level to your email copy. Then you can go in and edit your message to lower the reading level to make it easier to consume. Number six, use VAK copywriting. VAK is short for Visual Auditory Kinesthetic. Use this technique to bring more power to your words, right? So look, you paint a picture of what their life could look like after using your product or service, right? That's visual. If you're a legion agency, talk about the deafening silence of the phone not ringing. That's auditory. Or talk about feeling the incredible rush of euphoria when your client closes that Fortune 500 deal that you generated for them, right? That's kinesthetic. Try using VAK copywriting to pull emotion out of your prospect when they're reading your message. That'll help you stand out in the inbox and help you get more responses. And finally, number seven, test is not a four-letter word. Try using a few or all the rules I just went over. Try bending them, try breaking them. There are so many variables, who your prospect is, your target market, the economy, when you send your email, seasonality, and on and on. I've seen emails that break all of these rules work, but speaking from experience, I would bet that on average, if you stick with the rules I've outlined, you will be more successful than not in the long run. Most importantly, try it out for yourself. You don't know until you know. The big takeaway is I don't want this to be blanket advice. I'm not saying you should only write long copy instead of short copy. I want you to see the nuance that exists here. What's most important here is hooking your prospect in those crucial seconds or fractions of a second to get their attention and keep them reading. The only thing that trumps everything else are the results you get from your personal experience. If you have something that's working for you, stick with that and don't let anyone, including me, tell you otherwise. Now, if you're looking for more help with copywriting or the other parts of making a higher performing outbound campaign, join my free Facebook group, Cold Outreach Mastery, where you'll get access to a community of over 2,600 like-minded SaaS founders and agency owners who want to succeed with cold outreach and a ton of other helpful resources for growing your pipeline and business with cold email. That's morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if you still want valuable cold outreach tips, but don't want Zuckerberg to spy on you, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter. That's morgand as in davidwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email. That's all for today. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Hey First Name. And please remember, 
outflow equals inflow. I'll see you next time.